Hi, it's Lucy and welcome back to another episode of The Real Girls Club, my podcast where I interview women about their different careers in cinema. In today's episode, I'm joined by screenwriter and director Dorotea Drumeva. She showcased her debut feature film, The Vagabonds, at last year's Cannes Film Festival. She also won at the Cannes City Fondation back in 2011 with her short film, The Letter. Dorotea, who originates from Bulgaria, now resides in the cultural and artistic capital city of Germany, in Berlin. In this interview, we discuss how she got into filmmaking and the inspiration behind her film The Vagabonds, which follows the story of a middle-aged woman who engages in relationships with younger men. Dorotea also shares what she'd like to see more representation of in cinema and about her future film projects too. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Dorotea and thank you for joining me today on my podcast. I just finished watching your film this morning um, which I know is quite (laughs) last minute before an interview but that's kind of how I roll. I'm quite good at doing things last minute and um, under pressure. So yeah I thought you raised some uh, really interesting points in the film and something I've probably not seen in many films before and something I've not experienced personally in my life so yeah, I thought it was an interesting film. And um, before we talk a bit more about that, I'd love to ask you about your background and how you got into cinema. Did you go to film school and did you have influence from your family? Um, well, I knew quite uh, early that I want to be a film director. This was the end of of school when I got this idea, but it was just because I was watching lots of films and I thought I was fascinated by this kind of profession and I had to come up with an idea what I'm going to study at university so that I can choose a profession for myself. And then I thought it would be great to be a film director, but I knew that I need a lot of experience for that. So I decided to to study something else at university first and then um, apply at film school because I also knew that its um, application is difficult. And then um, I studied sociology and I came to Berlin. I studied psychology and then I applied. I almost graduated actually psychology, but then I graduated at film school. I applied at film school. And they took me from the first tries. I thought I would have to go back and apply again, but then took me right away and I quit uh, studying psychology. And then I started studying for film director uh, at the German Film and Television Academy in Berlin. So this was my way of getting into films and I had no practical experience it was just watching films so Mm -hmm. I was a bit surprised um, that they really took me without working on a film set but well maybe it's more important what your thoughts about film directing are Mm -hmm. and then all the basics you learn at film school how to do it what was it like for you at film school was it practical how long were you there for and what sort of things did you learn I chose this school, film school because um, of the profile it has. There are no uh, teachers who are um, there for, they just come to make their seminar on a certain topic. And so these are mostly people from working, you know, that those are not theoretically trained teachers, but those are 
directors or cutters or uh, DOPs and they come to school and they make some seminars to their own ideas. So I thought this school would be perfect because I don't want to study in a theoretical way. And um, yeah, it took me quite a long time because it wasn't my graduation film, the letter which with which I won in Cannes. Then to make my graduation film afterwards, it took me longer instead of that it goes quicker. Yeah, I was going to mention your short film, The Letter, which, yeah, won at Cannes. Can you tell me more about that experience and what that was like for you? Did that sort of propel you to want to do more and make more films? And the response that it got, how did it sort of change things for you? Yeah, it was one of the greatest experiences in my life, (laughs) next to the birth of my son and my baby. But it was terrific because I never expected it. And I just sent my film to Cine Fondation, or the film school sent it, the festival bureau, and then I got an email from the artistic director, congratulations, you're selected. And Mm -hmm. I was like, um, I went out and ran for some time (laughs) in order to cope with all the um, uh, emotions and (laughs) happiness, like the such a an acknowledgement from outside you know that what you do has some value or Mm -hmm. is appreciated and then of course it made me want to make more films but then yeah the situation in Germany with film funding and um, this was another story. So it definitely gave you that sort of boost of confidence maybe that you were maybe not looking for but you know without a doubt, would give you a boost of confidence in your, your abilities yeah, uh, by course. getting recognition by, you know, one of the biggest or the biggest film festival, I think. Yeah, because my film got understood and uh, at film school, I didn't have this. Most of the people were like, I don't understand your film and uh, you should change it the way you tell the story and uh, maybe you should look for another profession. As You know, they're all discouraging uh, comments and then to get this acknowledgement from Khan it was the biggest thing you know. Are there specific themes that interest you in your films from your short film to your graduation film and then to your most recent film as well? Are there certain things that you prefer to talk about and you want and subjects that you want to to discover in your films? Yeah there is no specific topic but maybe what I like is to have a woman's perspective in a film and yeah actually I'm not limited to that like I can also make a film from a man's point of view but I can only identify with a woman so that's why but yeah it shouldn't it can be also about a man I mean as a main character. Are there specific films that you've seen of other directors that you're you were inspired by for your own films? Yeah like I have Lots of favorite film directors, but uh, we will need a special hour for that. Yeah, sure. and I recently I haven't had a chance to go to the cinema. I really want to see some films, but with the birth of my baby, I mm-hmm. was like a one year um, kind of. Now I can do this because I have some volunteers who help me with babysitting. You know, mm-hmm. as a single mom, and um, I have the time to go to the cinema, but it. Yeah, now I want to see some films, like the recent films. So in the film, The Vagabonds, 
-hmm. What was the starting point and why did you want to tell this particular story? Uh, well, the vagabonds was kind of very near to my personal experience. The story I wrote uh, with a friend of mine, Martin Rozdashki, and this was kind of about the social stigma or the social taboo of when the woman is older in a relationship than the guy. And I've experienced that a lot. I'm asked, is it really still in a metropole city like Berlin? But yeah, it's just a supposedly liberal, tolerant society we live in. And this was very important for me to make a film on this topic because I think that dynamics of men and women change nowadays. And women's rights, I'm not a feminist, but women's rights haven't existed for such a long time. It was only in the 60s that through the invention of the contraceptive pill that women got that this sexual revolution was made possible. And afterwards, women were allowed to study at universities because we all as women live in nowadays and we think it has always been like that, that women are allowed to make choices. And But if we look at the full picture, you know, even in Muslim countries, uh, women were not allowed to drive a car or in Iran right now, there are not so many freedoms for women. And um, yeah, I also listened to an interview with Brad Pitt and he said also that dynamics between men and women are recalibrating, you know, and it's like kind of there are processes going on in society where women get more recognition and more acknowledgement and are more respected generally not only older or younger but women in general more respect nowadays and um, this is also going to be a long way because it's still we're still not there and i still experience some sexism or uh yeah inequalities because when i think about you know if you flipped it over and it was a man an older man dating a younger woman that's something that i suppose we're quite used to i wouldn't say it's 100 percent normalized um, you know people still are judgmental of it yeah, it's for sure, we don't see it as much on the other side, where it's the woman that's dating the younger man. I think the only show I can think of, I think there was a show with Courtney Cox from Friends, and she it was it was called Cougar or something like that. I think, and she was and she was dating <laughs> yeah. younger men. Not seen it myself, but that's the only one that sticks out that I can think of. Or in like Desperate Housewives when Gabby was dating the gardener, like the younger gardener. So you would see it occasionally, but yeah, it was quite taboo. I found mm. the conversations in the film quite direct and I was like quite surprised by what some people were saying. And I was wondering if this is coming more from your, well, I read in an interview that you did for Cannes and that you said the character in it, the main character is sort of your alter ego. So when you're writing the script, was it more of like a fantasy or was it yeah, like, or is it a mixture of reality and fantasy? Because these are genuine conversations that you've had to experience, but also some things I was quite taken aback. I wasn't sure that people had actually said this to you, or it was just something you were imagining. Um, yeah, no, it's not a fantasy in this sense. It's like I fictionalized a lot of um, what I've experienced because in order to have a, a work of art. Uh, you have to, you know, have a more or less round form for it. I don't like round films, you know, in this sense. But I mean, I have fictionalized some some things, but it's uh, to a big extent, it's my autobiographical experience and all the dialogues. I have experienced most of that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, it's like also a lot of fiction, maybe, and fantasy into it because 
yeah, if you go for a script, then you really need some catchy sentences. And that's not a documentary film, you know, mm-hmm. so fictionalized a lot of that. When she was at a dinner party with her friends, I was quite shocked that someone suggested she go to therapy. I thought that was quite, I think that was probably the most shocking thing for me. I was like, did they really just ask that to her? Like, because she just wants to date younger men, that means she might need therapy. That's also autobiographical, by the way. I was told to make a therapy because I'm into younger guys. Yeah, I and thought that I was pretty you would tell this. It would say this to an older man who is into younger women. It wouldn't you would never say maybe you should consider a therapy but I think she acknowledges herself though in some ways that she is a kid at heart so maybe in some ways that's why in the film she is dating the younger men because at heart she is a kid because you see her you know go around to the guy's house they're very much you know let's say like the ones that are drinking and smoking and sort of hanging out maybe that's not typically what you would see her doing if she was in a, a similar aged relationship in the film So I thought that was interesting to see her in these different, because there was quite a few different guys. So I wasn't really sure, you know, sometimes, Mm -hmm. um, you know, she was in different situations. But Well, it's, um, I'm also asked a lot about this, but she's actually uh, searching for a committed relationship. But because all of those guys, like all these affairs end up in a, you know, dead end street. Some of them are into drugs or the other one moves out of town. So it never gets like into a long-lasting relationship but that's what she's searching for Mm -hmm. Um, yeah but it never happens that's the point of it I think what I was really maybe I felt like I wanted more of maybe when watching the film was I was interested maybe to know more about her because maybe we didn't know much about her background or where she'd come from or what she worked as I think that could have been interesting because all I saw was the relationship side of her so I was quite curious to know who is she and what does she do? But I guess obviously the main the main focus was to see these relationships and how she navigated them. Well, yeah, she's an artist into this in this expat scene in Berlin, you know. So mm-hmm. um, I didn't specify what she's doing, but yeah, it's like a lot of this atmosphere of expats in Berlin, and yeah, her encounters with different people. That's what also characterizes her. And yeah, it's not about her family or about her background mm-hmm. or about her profession. It's more about her encounters. And how did you want to portray Berlin as a city? What? How did you want to film it? And what were you trying to convey? Yeah, because it's my alter ego character. You know, I move in these circles here, expats and mostly artists. So I only know this side of Berlin and uh, Berlin is very liberal city, but still, as I said, it's just uh, maybe supposedly tolerant. I have really experienced some situations uh, which are very discriminating for a woman. And I think there are a lot of ideas about women which are like really old fashioned and not Mm -hmm. up to date, you know. And I was wondering what the actual filming process was like for you while you were filming in and around Berlin and how you approached directing the actors. Did you let them improvise and were they experienced? Well, the way I work is I have a really exact script and then I know exactly what I want from a scene. But then when I do the casting, I really look for certain types. You know, like I think, well, this could be the type of person. 
So I let them also improvise, but within the script. It's not just letting actors write their own sentences. It's improvising, but within this kind of, not frames, but the script which is written. And how did it compare with your your story that you did for your short film, The Letter? Was that also autobiographical? Uh, The Letter was not autobiographical. It was completely a fiction, but it was also about a woman's perspective. So maybe um, this is something I'm not aware of, but I feel like this is easier to draw in the spectator when I go with just one character. And Mm -hmm. I thought it's not her subjective point of view but it's somehow there is no in the films where the main character is not present right yeah it's always from the main character's perspective and yes yeah sort of viewing things through their eyes Mm -hmm. also in the vagabonds i thought that bodies were very present and very visible as well also quite a few intimate scenes and things like that for the actors How did you approach these scenes in order to make them feel comfortable? And how you wanted to sort of portray these relationships? Was it in a romantic point of view or was it a woman that was liberating herself and being free? Because I can see maybe, I mean, I'm not sure what how it was received at Cannes, but I can also see it might have made some people feel uncomfortable in a way because, you know, they're quite intimate scenes. And, you know, to see someone feeling comfortable doing that can maybe make others feel uncomfortable or maybe... For someone that's experienced the same thing, they might have found it liberating to watch and think, oh, finally, you know, this is is something I want to see portrayed in cinema. Yeah, because it's a realistic film. I mean, there is no, it's the way people are in Berlin. And actually, there is no nude scene or no sex scenes, like explicit Mm -hmm. sex scenes. That's why I don't know if this, why this makes people feel uncomfortable because it's like, they when girls talk about sex it's not sex in the city but it's kind of they talk realistically about that and they don't say like the flowers and the bees they say sex you know (laughs) and you know now you have all these dating apps so if you um, start dating guys who are like 20 they're really not so it's not embarrassing. Maybe for a woman, this is kind of embarrassing, but it's playful, you know, it's not something mm-hmm. which is uh, cynical in any way. No, you're right to bring up something like Sex in the City. I guess, you know, they've things like this in TV, at least have existed and have been around and we've, we've seen it before. Yeah, yeah, it's not comparable to Sex in the City because my film is something completely different. But I mean, there are also no scenes in cinema where you see older women having sex. You know, it's more about some blurry sex scenes with some sex symbol, you know, and Mm -hmm. nothing realistic. And I think sexuality and older women, it should be also a topic for people to know that older women still have sexual desires, you know. (laughs) That's something you would like to see in cinema going forward more of this representation yeah of course because roles for women are not so diverse and you only get to play uh, either the sex symbol or the mother the saint Mm -hmm. and um, there are no ambivalent women characters or Mm -hmm. like realistic women characters with Mm -hmm. realistic desires and realistic life Mm -hmm. and I really want to um counter those prejudices about women in general it's not only 
older women or younger women, is, women in general, we really have to fight in order to be heard and seen. Yeah, I think this has to be like, we need more women directors in order to tell more stories from this women's point of view, because what we get to see is men's perspective. And then this automatically leads to mansplaining, you know, because people mm-hmm. watch films from Hollywood. And I think this is like the way w- the world is made. And that's why we need to have some different perspectives. Definitely. Yeah. So going forward, are you working on any new pro- projects now? And what are you planning for the future in your filmmaking career? Oh, well, I've written a script, which is like something I'm interested to explore uh, in a filmic way. Uh, it's also about a woman, main character, and the topic of motherhood. And because I have experienced this now personally, I really know how strong feelings mm-hmm. uh, motherhood means. So it even got the idea to make this movie. I'm not going to make a spoiler uh, what exactly the story is about but yeah it is somehow about an ambivalent woman character and uh, motherhood and how strong feelings are in like being a mother do you have any advice for people that would like to get into cinema like you was there something that propelled you did you did you get inspiration or encouragement from your family or your friends around you or the people that you as you say you interact with a lot of other artists in Berlin so it was maybe it was just that sort of influence from your surroundings as well well I have had a lot of influence while I was at film school and then I had the time to explore films from different directors also to make films myself short films and then I really used all these experiences I made at film school because but of course every film experience is new and I learn from every film set new things and also about people in general how they their psychology is and how I have to work with actors or with a team you always learn new lessons that's why it's very important to to make films not only to think about like I'm a perfectionist that's why it takes a bit longer to make a film Mm. but maybe sometimes it's good to go for it and not think so much about it what comes out the result but the process is more important of making a movie and exploring a situation with the actors yeah sort of being in the moment and seeing what comes out of the moment as well you know you might have planned something in your script but then maybe it'll turn out differently on the day when you're actually filming it I'm also not very spontaneous, so I really need exact scripts, which I follow. But yeah, sometimes it's good not to write another version of the script and another version, but just go for it. Thank you very much for your time. It's been really interesting to hear from you. And yeah, I- thank you. And I apologize that I answered so late because I really discovered my email inbox from <laughs> the website of the film one year later. And I uh, also some opportunities because I didn't read all the emails while last year. Yeah. So, I mean, for an interview, it's never too late, but for some business opportunities. But I'm okay because we already found a sales agent for the film, for the Vagabonds. 
mm-hmm. and I hope that it it will get streamed or shown mm-hmm. uh, at cinemas. Maybe I don't know. I haven't given up this idea, but because uh, the more spectators the film gets, the better. Yeah, exactly. Well, I wish you lots of luck in the next film, and I will definitely keep an eye out on social media for when it will be out. Yes. And thank you very much again for chatting thank with you me and taking the time. Thank you for your interest in my work. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for listening to today's episode. As always, don't forget to subscribe to and follow this podcast on Spotify and also follow at Real Girls Club on Instagram to stay updated about future guests and other news about what women are doing in cinema. I'll see you in the next one.